You're setting the temperature. You're deciding you're going to set the temperature. You're not going to waver. You're not going to match what everyone else is doing. You're going to set the temp and others can rise to your level, right? It's like, you're the thermostat. You, it's an intentional thing that you decide. And if, and if you notice yourself having these thoughts of like, but there's people that are so annoying and so draining, then there's your opportunity to check the mindset piece. Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm your host, Alyssa Boyer, and I'm so excited to be back with you recording another episode of the podcast. I definitely missed you guys during my little break, and it felt so weird to not have new episodes coming out. I'm like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) it just felt strange because I've literally never missed a week since I started the podcast in September of 2021, but I just knew I needed to give myself a little bit of a pause because I was working on something that I'm super excited about behind the scenes. So now I can share. So here's a little backstory. Um, This Thursday, January 25th, I am celebrating five years in business. So I started this whole thing back in January 25th, 2019. It started as a blog and it really just blossomed into everything I have today. And so I really wanted to honor that journey and I really wanted to share my learnings throughout the years because I've learned so much. Like my journey in you know, getting to this place I am today of mentoring highly sensitive people, of having this platform, having a podcast, having courses, like all of the things. Like it's been some of the greatest personal growth I've ever experienced in my life. It's fast-tracked me to do a lot of inner inner work and a lot of healing, and it's been amazing. And so I really wanted to package up all of my learnings and bring it to you in a way that's super accessible that you can you know, apply it to your own life. So what I've been working on is a private podcast and this private podcast is called Sensitive Soul Rewind and it consists of five episodes and each episode is taking you behind the scenes of a year in my business. So the first episode is 2019 and then the fifth episode is 2023. So I'm literally giving you the behind the scenes of what I was working on in my business that year, what I learned, like some big takeaways, and then I'm giving you action steps to take for yourself. If you are somebody who is a business owner or aspiring to be, you'll get an action step in each episode of that podcast so that you can go from being the person with a dream to being a person with the dream business. Because, oh my gosh, I just have so much wisdom to share. So 
If you want to get in on that private podcast, it's completely free. If you go to the link in the show notes, you will be able to sign up to get that private podcast and it will be dropping in your inbox, your email inbox on Thursday, January 25th. If you're listening to this podcast episode after, then if you go to that link, you'll be able to sign up and and get the podcast immediately. So I'm super excited. That's what I was working on behind the scenes. And I just had to pour all of my time and energy into that. So yay. So excited for you guys to listen to it. And also like, just want to (laughs) share that if you listen to all five episodes of the podcast, you're going to have the opportunity to be entered into a giveaway to win something super cool. So more details will be shared on January 25th, but make sure if you're interested to opt in and you will get that private podcast sent to your email for free. Yay. Okay. Let's get into the episode now. I'm excited about this topic. So today we are going to be talking about four steps you can take to go from being somebody who is a thermometer and become somebody who sets the energy of a space, otherwise known as a thermostat. So let me give you a little bit of backstory about this and then we'll get into the steps. So back in maybe it was 2019, 2020, I had heard this terminology of being a a thermometer versus a thermostat. And so a thermometer is a person who walks into a room or is around people and they take the temperature and they chameleon themselves and match the energy, the emotions of the people around them. So they are very much like, they're taking the temperature, they're shifting to match what other people are doing, which is definitely the case for a lot of, if not most highly sensitive, empathetic people, right? Like a lot of us like, we notice how other people are feeling and we will rise up or or sink down to the, to match their energy versus a thermostat is somebody who ha- sets the energy they stay consistent they are they aren't wavered by other people's energy and emotions and and mood they're very grounded and steady and so when i heard this term it was pretty mind blowing for me because i immediately recognized how i've been a thermometer for the majority of my life right <laughs> like as a highly sensitive person that is just something that i have really adapted to like i can notice the the small subtle shifts in a person's facial expression or the way that they just kind of like are standing a little bit differently i notice the tones i can be hyper aware of you know, just like noticing like, oh, they were using exclamation points in their text and now they're using a period. And so a lot of HSPs find themselves matching other people's energy. And this can often impact us negatively because we can lose sight of how we feel. We can be in a good mood and then somebody else's poor mood impacts us. And it can just become a whole situation that doesn't feel great. And it can make us feel really powerless. And so the other day I was having a conversation in the Self-Worth Mini Mind, which is my group coaching program for highly sensitive people who want to really step into the high self-worth version of them themselves. And one, one of the women in the group was talking about how she was feeling nervous to go to an event she had coming up because as she called it, there are some people there that are just energy vampires where she'll get into a conversation with them and then they just don't stop talking and they like unload their entire life history onto her. And she's like, 
oh my gosh, get me out of here. And then she finds herself feeling really drained after that. And like she has nothing left for herself, nothing left to give. She also said, you know, she's like, I'm an introvert. So even going to this event is a lot for me. And and people just seem to like sense like, oh, let me just tell you about my life. <laughs> so I'm sure many of you listening to this can relate to this phenomenon and, and are like, uh, yeah, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> so when when she shared that in our in the self-worth mini mind, I was like, okay. And I immediately thought about this concept of being a thermostat versus a thermometer. And so when, you know, when we're going into the place, like she's going to this event and she's kind of going in with the mindset of, oh my gosh, like I don't want to be drained. Oh my gosh, I don't want people to take advantage of me. Then she's really going in with this like thermometer vibe of like, okay, like she like is very susceptible versus going into the the situation as a thermostat would look like her being very grounded and and um, settled into her body, into her own energy. And so, and, and feeling really confident that like, oh, if somebody does start talking too much or does, you know, start unloading on her when she's in that more thermostat energy, she can respond politely and excuse herself from the conversation and have the wherewithal to know when enough is enough and she needs to take a break and reconnect to herself. So a thermostat energy is just going to be way more confident, way more self-assured, way more grounded. So I know you're listening and you're like, okay, Alyssa, now give me the steps. (laughs) So let's get into the steps, four steps to help you begin working through this. So you can be more of a thermostat instead of a thermometer. Okay, so step number one is shifting the way you view yourself. And so what I want to say here is that if we view ourselves as a victim to other people's energy, if we view ourselves as somebody who can have our energy taken away from us and other people are, are we're at the mercy of other people, then that's what we're going to find to be true. Um if we're going into situations feeling like we have no control over what happens, that's what we we will find to be true. And so your mindset of going going into these situations is so important. And a lot of highly sensitive people and like no shame here by the way, like I've I struggled with this for a long time, but a lot of HSPs will unconsciously or consciously really view themselves as a victim and they might say things like, "Oh, I I don't like going there. It just drains my energy or, oh, there's so many energy vampires around here. Oh, there's just so many people that are just trying to leech off of me. And that is very disempowered because we're giving our power, our energy over to others. Like we are not taking ownership of our energy. And here's the truth. You as a sensitive, empathetic, intuitive person, like one of the gifts that you have is that you are able to sense these subtle shifts. You're emotionally intelligent. You are, you're aware of what's happening around you. And it is a gift to be able to sense when somebody's tone changes. It's a gift to be able to know like what somebody needs to hear and to be able to comfort them in an empowering way. And so when you can go into these situations with not a victim mindset, but rather a mindset and an energy of ownership where it's like, yeah, these are the gifts that I have. Like, yes, I am very, like I'm able to um, pick up on other people's energy and the shifts in their mood. And I have ownership over that. I get to decide. And so really going into these situations with like this, this energy of ownership and knowing that you like the 
the belief and the knowing that your energy is your responsibility and no one can take your energy from you without your consent. That is going to be huge. So that's step number one. Don't view yourself as a victim. View yourself as the intuitive, strong human that you are. Step number two is to have a strong sense of self. And so what I mean by this is just like really getting to know yourself at your core. Like who, who am I? Who what do I like? What do I enjoy? What does my essence feel like? This is really important because a lot of times highly sensitive, empathetic people have lived so much of their life being kind of chameleons to the people around them, like literally making decisions based on what's most convenient for others rather than what they actually want. And so after many, many years of self-abandoning and always putting other people's needs and wants and emotions and everything before their own, a lot of HSPs then lose touch with themselves and their own essence. And they're like, when somebody asks, like, what do you want? Where do you want to go to eat? What do you feel like? They're like, um, I don't even know because I don't even feel connected to myself. And so that's really important because in order for you to have ownership over your energy and not feel like you're at the mercy of everyone else and not feel like you're absorbing all of the time, you have to have a really strong sense of self. You have to know who you are and what your essence is and what you like and what's good for you. And so it's really important to just get familiar with familiar with who you are. And so you can do this through journaling, through meditation, through just taking quiet moments for yourself where you're just in your own energy. And there's this practice that I love. I learned this from Lacey Phillips and it's it might sound kind of silly, but if you're somebody who struggles with with knowing yourself, it can be really helpful to speak out loud and kind of start to recognize things you like and things you don't like. And so you can literally say that out loud when you're doing something. I like this. I don't like this. Like just starting to tune into your likes and dislikes. Play around with different ways to get familiar with yourself. Because when you know your essence, when you know who you are and you feel really connected to yourself, it's huge. You are going to be more, you're going to be able to be more rooted and grounded when you move, go into a space rather than kind of like this airy, floaty energy that's just like absorbing and picking things up from everyone else. You know what I mean? So that's step two, have a strong sense of self. Now, step three is about building your self-confidence. I am so huge on self-confidence and self-worth. So it's literally no surprise that this conversation that that inspired me to record this episode, it's no surprise that this came up in my self-worth group program. Like, Of course, because this is a huge thing that we need to learn. Like we will get better at owning our energy and not self-abandoning when we are self-confident, when we know our worth, when we know our value, right? And the reason being is like when we have a strong sense of self, then we can can go into a, a space with a lot more of an empowered vibe. So when, think about it, when you're not feeling confident and when you're not feeling you know, super strong in who you are, then you're a lot more susceptible to wavering and matching other people's energies because you don't really know who you are. You don't really know what you like, and you also don't really believe in yourself potentially. Um, And so you're just matching what other people are doing because that's what you see as acceptable and it feels safer to go along with what other people are doing and match where they're at rather than 
you know, do things your own way. Because if you don't feel solid and secure within, within yourself, then it's going to feel really unsafe and really scary to just be firmly rooted in your own energy. And, you know, for instance, like when the, the quote unquote energy vampire is, is talking your ear off and, you know, spilling their entire life story. Like if you don't have a strong sense of self, then you're not going to even feel like, like you have an option to end that conversation. You know what I mean? Like you will just fall into those people pleasing, self-abandoning behaviors because you feel bad because you don't want to seem like a mean, uncaring person. But something that we need to understand is that every time we are putting someone else before ourselves and we're repeatedly doing these things, we're showing ourselves like, hey, your needs don't matter. Your wants don't matter. And then we get ourselves in these situations where we feel really depleted, we feel really drained, and we feel like we have no power over our experience and our energy. And so building up your self-confidence and your self-worth is really, really helpful because you can then understand, you can you can feel more confident to speak up for yourself and you can see that you actually have so much more power over your energy and over your experience than you thought. The other piece of this that has become really clear for me over the years is a lot of times we are falling into these self-abandoning behaviors. So when I say self-abandoning, I mean you're really just like people-pleasing. You're choosing other people first. You're, you know, you're not even tuning into yourself because you're so concerned about making the other person happy that, you know, your needs don't matter, right? So I've found that we fall into these self-abandoning behaviors a lot because as HSPs, a lot of us learned that anytime we spoke up for ourselves or we showed our our, nat- our true sensitive nature, a lot of us were shamed for that. We're reprimanded. Oh, don't be too sensitive. Don't be dramatic. Don't be rude, whatever that looks like. And so many of us then learned to suppress our needs, to not speak up, to not rock the boat because we want to be accepted. We want to be liked. We want people to, you know, think we're a good person, right? Like the list goes on and on. And so a lot of times we have little to no boundaries because we have learned that, oh, in order to be liked and accepted and safe, I have to abandon myself. I have to be the listening ear at all times. I have to, you know, if somebody else is suffering, then I need to get on their level. I can't, you know, stay in my own power, right? So really recognizing how much is beneath the surface is so huge. It's not just a matter of like, oh, I need to set energetic boundaries. It's, oh, I need to look at my self-worth and my self-confidence. I need to understand why, like the deep reason why I have self-abandoned for so long so that you can really make lasting change. Because that's like the whole conversation. Like, yes, my client brought this up in our in our group program and I told her about the, you know, this concept of being a thermostat thermostat versus a thermometer, but like it goes deeper than that. Like because I've been working with her for a while, I also know her patterns and where these these um, self-abandoning behaviors stemmed from. So it's like, yes, like looking at it from a mindset shift level, but also there's deeper shifts that we have to make within if we really want to make a lasting change. And so I've just found that like understanding where these behaviors stemmed from is so important. So I just went off on a tangent there, but like I obviously just get really passionate about self-worth and confidence because 
when we master that, it just positively impacts like every area of our life. Like it's all just so connected to how we feel about ourselves, And that really impacts then the way that we move through the world and the way that we interact with other people and the way we view situations. Okay, step number four is to decide what type of energy you're going to bring into the room. Okay, this is a big one. There is this famous quote, I think that Oprah Winfrey had it on her dresser or her dressing room door, I think. And it's from Jill Bolte Taylor. I hope I'm saying that right. But it says, please be responsible for the energy that you bring into this space. And so what I want you to think about before you go spend time with people, before you go to an event, whatever that looks like, is to be intentional about the energy that you bring into the space. And so you could set, you could meditate before you go into this situation and really just like visualize yourself, um, you know, being in this confident, empowered energy. You can set the intention like, okay, I'm going to be the most grounded, rooted version of myself. One of the one of the other women in my self worth mini mind um, was sharing that she before she went. I think she was going to a party or something like that. She was visualizing herself like as a tree and like really visualizing just her the roots going down and just feeling like really centered and really rooted and really just like calm and also like like big in terms of like the branches um, spreading out. And that was just something that made her feel really good before she went into a situation that she was a little bit anxious about. It was just like this intentionality that she brought with her. And, you know, what I've found is like, yeah, we can't, we can't control the energy that other people bring into a space, but we can be intentional about what we bring. And that's what I mean when I say becoming a thermostat. That's really, you know, this is the final step toward becoming a thermostat because you're setting the temperature. You're deciding you're going to set the temperature. You're not going to waver. You're not going to match what everyone else is doing. You're going to set the temp and others can rise to your level, right? It's like, you're the thermostat. You it's an intentional thing that you decide. And if and if you notice yourself having these thoughts of like, but there's people that are so annoying and so draining, then there's your opportunity to check the mindset piece, right? Where it's like, oh, okay, the we have that tendency to want to go into, oh my gosh, they're so draining and they're gonna, you know, steal my energy away. And while I'm not like denying the fact that yes, there's some people in your life that you have to spend time with that are negative or Uh, that do complain a lot or that are just a little bit too much for you. And like, that's a fact, like definitely not denying that. But I just want to encourage and empower you to think about, okay, what would happen if I shifted the way I entered this space and I made it an intention to not bring myself down to their level? And also with that, like something else that you can think about is like remembering that it's temporary. So if you do have to spend time with people that are not your favorite, that, you know, they don't make you feel great, that you don't love spending time with, just remembering like, okay, it's not going to last forever. Like I'm eventually going to be able to leave this situation, but I really want to want to encourage you to practice being intentional and just like think really embodying this belief, like, okay, I get to set the temperature. I get to decide the energy that I get to bring and no one can take my energy without my consent. Just want you to try that on. Now, on a practical level too, just something else that you can have in your toolkit that I am happy to support you with is 
having a cord cutting meditation. So I have a free cord cutting meditation for HSPs. I will have it linked in the show notes for you. You can grab that, download it, listen to it immediately because that's a great practice to have after you are interact with people. If you feel, you know, like, look, we can try our best. We can be intentional, like all of the things, but regardless, it's still a good practice. Like to have a cord cutting meditation or some other sort of like energetic cleansing practice after you are around people because it, it can be a nice ritual to kind of shift from like transition from, okay, I've been around people. Now I'm going to transition to being with myself or just being with my family. And so it can feel really cleansing and grounding to have that that meditation, that practice of disconnecting yourself from others and reconnecting to yourself. So I'll link to that. That's something that I always encourage people to listen to. It's just like, it's so, it's so helpful. It's like, like every time people do that, I get so many messages about how helpful that meditation is. So, um, that's a good one. The other thing that I wanted to bring into this conversation too, and then we'll wrap it up, but it's, it's an important thing that I've really noticed in my relationship and my clients have noticed in their relationships too. So it's worth mentioning. Um, you know, it can be hard in our closest relationships, whether it's with your, your significant other or your children or your, your parents, whatever that looks like. Um, where if they're having a bad day or they're in a bad mood or something happened to them or they're stressed, it can be really natural for us to sink down and match their energy and meet them where they're at and often feel anxious because we know that something's off with them. And so it makes us feel anxious. It makes us feel unsafe. We, and we kind of like don't feel good until they feel good. (laughs) Like raise your hand if you've experienced that. And you know, a lot of sensitive people, a lot of HSPs, not everyone, there's some out there who are avoidant, but a lot of HSPs are anxious. And so when we're feeling anxious, we might try to then fix the situation and go above and beyond. And, you know, our minds are swirling. Oh my gosh, I need to make this better. I need to make this better. Or if an HSP is more avoidant, they might notice the energy of their partner is off and they might go to scrolling on their phones or, you know, just avoiding them altogether because they feel overwhelmed by it. Right. And so it's really helpful to think about the this as an opportunity to practice being the thermostat. And like when you can practice being at like, let's just say 70 degrees, like you're just set at that temperature, other people can actually rise to our level. Like when we decide like, okay, I'm, I'm going to make it a practice right now. I can witness and notice and recognize like, Ooh, something's off with them. Like I can tell that they're upset. I can tell that they're stressed. Okay, notice the discomfort in my body here. Like, ooh, this this is triggering some anxiety or this is triggering me to like want to go retreat. Noticing that and then being like, okay, well, I'm going to set the temperature right now and I'm going to decide to just be grounded and rooted. You know, maybe do a regulation practice where you just start breathing into your stomach or, you know, grounding your feet into the ground, whatever that looks like. But making it a practice to stay at your level because what what I've found to be powerful in my life and my clients have the same is when when you choose to stay at that level, other people will often meet you there. Might not be immediately, it might take some time, but you can you have the power to uplift others. And it's not in this way of like, oh, it's my responsibility to make them feel better. It's actually not that at all because that would be very like anxious and controlling. It's rather more of this detached vibe of like, okay, I'm going to just be grounded and calm right now. That's my practice. Um, I This reminds me a couple of examples. One example is um, 
you know, the other day my husband came home from work and I could tell he was really stressed and I could tell that I just, I just knew he was just like feeling off and he needed to decompress and yeah, he just wasn't like in his normal chipper happy mood. And I was like, okay. And I witnessed the anxiety in me. I witnessed my desire to want to fix and, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? What can I do? What can I do? But I just like tuned into my intuition. I'm like, no, like just be grounded and rooted. And so I would say for about half an hour, he was kind of just like, you know, seemed a little bit off. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to commit to this. There was one moment that I got anxious. And so I used um, this Vegas Nerve essential oil blend I have from Osea. Um, it's freaking amazing. You just breathe it in and it's like really calming to your nervous system. I actually have an affiliate link for that. I'll link that in the show notes. You can get, I think 10% off. Um, so I breathed that in and then I actually like offered it to him. I was like, Hey, I can tell you're stressed. Do you want to try some of this? And he's like, sure. And so he breathed it in too. He's like, wow, that's actually really nice. And like, yeah, within half an hour of that, you know, him coming home, like he shifted and met me at this very calm, just like grounded energy. Right. Um, another example is one of my clients, another one in the self-worth mini mind. I, I talk about them all the time because I'm just, I love them. And one of them was practicing this in her relationship and they had like gotten locked out of their house or something like that. Yeah. Locked out of the house. And so it was like one of the, these scenarios where her boyfriend was really stressed and, and he was, you know, like frustrated, whatever. And she's like, Ooh, okay. She's such, she's a total recovering people pleaser. And she's like, I'm going to practice just staying calm and grounded. And so they ended up getting it figured out. They ended up like laughing and, you know, joking about the entire situation, like her calm, grounded vibe was easeful to him. And it caused him to actually like, right, be able to regulate at her level. And I believe she had, he had told her at the end of it, something like, you know, you're such a good partner to have in these kinds of situations, something to that extent. And she was really proud of herself. And so it's just really powerful. And it's, you know, and I say all of this like lightly and, but I do want to acknowledge like it takes work. It takes intentionality. Like, especially if you've been wired your whole life to do things one way and match other people's energy and people please and self-abandon. I mean, it's going to take work and, and, you know, you're not going to get it perfect every time. There's no such thing as perfect, but just like, making it a practice and setting that intention and just seeing what happens, like you'll be so proud of yourself. Like I can, that's one thing I can tell you is like, you'll, you'll be so proud of yourself and you're also just going to feel so much more powerful in your daily life. So I'm excited. Those are the four step steps to becoming, stepping from being a, <laughs> a thermometer to a thermostat. So if you found this episode helpful, don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram. Send me a DM at Life by Alyssa. I would also love if you love the episode, if you love the podcast, to please rate, review, subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.